and thank you for joining me today. I'm Karen Davis, the founder and president of United Poultry Concerns, a nonprofit organization that promotes compassion and respect for chickens, turkeys, ducks, and other domesticated birds. In today's podcast, I take a look at how genetics researchers are developing chickens with consumer characteristics and factory farm resilience. The title of today's podcast quotes the title of a recent article in the Washington Post about a drowned sea vessel with five passengers. The Post image summons up the far deeper abyss in which countless individual animals are submerged as we humans charge full speed with our plans and projects to subjugate all manner of life on earth to our will. This is the ultimate institutionalized war against all anthropomorphism. Not the anthropomorphism of appreciative recognition of our evolutionary kinship with the other creatures. Rather, it is the anthropomorphism in which genetic engineers intentionally deform, debase, defile, play with the minds, bodies, and feelings of other animals to reflect researchers' desires, be they ever so trivial, perverse, biologically obscene, and pitiless. And, of course, to maintain the status quo and keep the money flowing. Here is a sample from a May 8, 2023 article in the agribusiness newsletter Meeting Place titled Gene Editing Advances with a Regulatory Nod. Quote, Dr. Oatley discusses advanced research into gene editing in livestock, a technique that alters an animal's genetic code to focus on desired traits such as muscle characteristics or resilience in specific environments. His team recently received U.S. Food and Drug Administration investigational authorization to create food for humans from gene-editing animals. Gene editing could play an important role in meeting the growing global demand for protein over the next decades. So says the article. Dr. John Oatley is an agribusiness veterinarian of the type I assume would not oppose the mass extermination of farmed birds and pigs by heat stroke in order to control the highly pathogenic avian influenza virus documented by Dr. Michael Greger, MD, in his 2006 book, Bird Flu, a Virus of Our Own Hatching. The genetics research Dr. Oatley builds on has already produced in chickens bred for the chicken meat industry what researchers call the effects of human-controlled evolution. Veterinarian Andrew Okowski and Associates state in Trends in Developmental Anomalies in Contemporary Broiler Chickens that chickens with extra legs and wings, missing eyes and beak deformities, can be found in practically every broiler chicken flock where a variety of health problems, 
involving muscular, digestive, cardiovascular, integumentary, skeletal, and immune systems form a complex of pathologies unlike anything in the natural world of avian evolution. Here is a quick look at two of Dr. Oatley's gene editing objectives. One, altering the chicken's genetic code to focus on desired traits such as muscle characteristics. Two, breeding resilience in chickens to specific environments, that is, pathogenic environments. First, designing culinary chicken muscles. The desired muscle characteristics means culinary traits, as in the industry boasts of growing chickens to become pieces. Such characteristics do not benefit the chickens, but deform them even more thoroughly than they are already deformed. With these further culinary traits spread into them, the pathologies already embedded in chickens and other so-called food animals will grow worse because there is no limit to what these types of people and institutions will do to chickens and other animals. Purdue University poultry researcher William M. Muir states that by selecting for chickens that could tolerate the social stress, we also got chickens that could tolerate environmental stress. He is speaking of breeding hens who are better adapted to battery cages. Instead of producers cleaning up their operations to fit the bird's needs for hygiene, less crowding, and chronic stress, agribusiness geneticists like Bill Muir at Purdue University say that, quote, adapting the bird to the system makes more sense, unquote. Starting in the 1980s, Muir worked to develop a strain of hens whose normal pecking behavior would weaken to eliminate the need to de-beak hens destined for life in cages. In the course of his studies, Muir said that a power outage in his laboratory revealed that his docile hens fared better in the intense heat than his more active hens fared. So, he devised a heat stress experiment which led him to conclude that his heat-stressed hens not only pecked less, but had more tolerance for this particular form of intense environmental stress. It is a commonplace for poultry researchers to claim that chickens made docile by blindness and other disabilities in captivity have more tolerance for chronic stress, as if the chickens' abnormally passive behavior meant that they suffered less in their helplessness. Meanwhile, global warming has opened up whole new windows of opportunity for heat stress grants from the National Institutes of Health, U.S. Department of Agriculture, and their global counterparts. Impact of heat stress 
on chicken performance states, for example, quote, the industry is grappling with the effects of climate change, which causes heat stress and harms the performance and welfare of the chicken. Accordingly, it is necessary to develop newer varieties of chicken, especially heat-tolerant breed lines. That is breed lines, B-R-E-E-D, lines. In response to climate change and the diverse needs of the farmers and consumers. Then, I am saying, it could happen that when these genetically altered heat-tolerant chickens are involved in the never-ending avian influenza outbreaks, it will be harder to kill them by baking them to death in the sheds, as is now done in the United States, by turning the heat up to induce in the chickens massive, agonizing heat stroke. Conceivably, the industry could then resort to even setting chickens and turkeys and other farmed birds on fire to control avian influenza in so-called constrained circumstances. Euthanasia by fire could be justified as more humane than ventilation shutdown induced heat stroke because the industry could claim that actual factory farm fires have shown that exposing the birds to fire is quicker than merely turning up the heat to intolerable levels. Setting chickens on fire to get rid of the evil spirits of avian influenza has already been reported by the Associated Press in Indonesia. One way or another, chickens, turkeys, and countless other birds are lost in the vast, dark world we have made for them to live and die in. A 2018 review titled, Application of Gene Editing in Chickens, A New Era on the Horizon, summarizes that, quote, using genetically modified chickens as a model for various research areas like developmental biology, immunology, physiology, and neurology is gaining importance in the avian research community. In addition, there is an increasing interest to generate genetically modified chickens resistant to specific pathogens, benefiting the availability of gene manipulation techniques. This review, the article says, focuses on the advances made in gene editing in chickens and the future perspectives, including the generation of specific pathogen-resistant birds, unquote. So, pathogen-resistant, stress-resistant, heat-resistant, the scenarios are endless. The scenario that is of no interest to the poultry industry and its affiliates, including poultry researchers, the government, and the American Veterinary Medical Association, is phasing out business practices 
that inflict agony on chickens and other animals. Poultry veterinarian Simon Shane epitomizes the rejection of even considering the idea of morally driven human evolution in how we treat other animals. He told the journalist who reported on the bitter civil war dividing American veterinarians that he is in the business of feeding people and has no interest in what he called a fruitless discussion on ethics and morality." Unquote. I hope you have found today's podcast episode informative and thought-provoking and that you will share it with others. Please tune in for the next podcast episode of Thinking Like a Chicken, News and Views. Thank you and have a wonderful day.